This is Nick Douglas for Adventures of a Sailor Girl, continuing on with our live coverage of the Rolex Sydney Hobart for 2016. I'm out on beautiful Sydney Harbour. You can probably hear some helicopters up above me and down towards the city, fantastic views of all of these 89 boats getting ready to head south in what is just an absolutely stunning, stunning day in Sydney. The nor'easter's starting to build. There's not as many spectators as last year, I'm going to put it out there. It doesn't feel like it anyway, but I'm sure it'll feel uh, like a lot more once the boats actually start moving and we see those spectators take off. You can see Perpetual Loyal hoisting their jib. Plenty of people doing testing. CQS has been going up and down, but without a headsail. And uh, Wild Oats is up towards Watson's Bay, yet to put up a headsail as well. They hadn't really chosen their sails until about 11 o'clock this morning, old Wild Oats. And you will have seen if you tuned into our live TV show this morning that Wild Oats' biggest decision leading into this race, they thought, was their sail selection because of um, the new sails that they're using and just how much they weigh, which is pretty exciting, really. But, oh, it's going to be a good one. I'm pretty excited. I'm pumped. Super pumped. Just trying to uh, work out how to delete a few things off my YouTube account. If you were with us earlier, we had a few issues but managed to bring some fantastic interviews to you that we've been collecting right across the week. It's been an awesome week in Sydney. The weather forecast has changed about 100 times. It's kept us all on our toes, that's for sure. <laughs> ah, that's good. Ah, the, the driver of the boat just asking me if I want to have the, uh, the shelter brought down. Nope, we want the character. <laughs> This is my fifth Sydney Hobart calling the start. Hopefully I've improved a little bit, <laughs> but we'll see how we go. I've just got stunning views right now of CQS, Loyal, Scallywag, as well as Hollywood Boulevard, Blackjack. TP52s are gonna love this racetrack. If you haven't heard the updated forecast, that Norisa is gonna hold for quite a long time. The boats that love reaching and hard downhill running are going to love it. I can see Varuna 6 in front of me as well, and I'm hoping that that boat has a good one. They've been working towards it all year and haven't had the easiest week in Sydney, that's for sure. <laughs> You're a legend, thank you. Water delivery. <laughs> Hollywood Boulevard just <laughs> crossing behind us. Bojess, Boat Nady. Scallywag's warming up. They've had a heady up for quite a while. I think they're testing a second one now. CQS looks like a rocket ship. I am hoping they do well, you know. They've tried so hard in the lead up to this race. Can't help but love them. There's a few underdogs in this. <laughs> a few underdogs around, though. Boat Nady, Boat Jest, has two Hedzels up on deck, yet to choose. And we are 23 minutes away from the start for the 2016 Rolex Sydney Hobart race. And this is our coverage brought to you by Zyke. A big shout out to our friends from Zyke. If you haven't had a look already, I encourage you to head to www.sailorgirlhq.com. We're giving away over $1,000 of kit over this massive event to celebrate five years of covering it. Pretty lucky. It's our 47th event for the year as well, so quite unbelievable that the, uh, the event that we had issues on was the one in our backyard. 
but uh, we pumped out 23 interviews this morning, plus I think eight live. So I'm taking that as a record. <laughs> Boats from all walks of life. Maserati, Volvo 70. Coming up along our port hip. We're about midway up the harbour. We're going to start in front of the boats just so that we can try and keep up with them. Waterways have already been serious Nazis. <laughs> Not sure if you can hear one of the spectator boats cheering for Maserati. You can see Chinese Whisper as well, she's warming up. It's going to be hard to pick the difference between Chinese Whisper and Varuna from a distance, but that's okay. Just checking my Facebook to see if anybody's messaged me. Spread the love. And we have 21 minutes to go until the start. Palm Beach versus Wa'o. Maserati tacking around us. Chinese whisper just to windward and we're trying to avoid one of the TP-52s, I believe it's M3. Or is it Victoire? Plenty of action out here. Chinese whisper guys looking good. Calm, dropping a headsail. They've got another up on deck. Looks like they're going from a J2. And they're all wearing Zyke kit. That's what we like to see. Bit of Isotech action, never hurt anybody. If you've just joined us, this is Nick Douglas for Adventures of a Sailor Girl with our live coverage of the Rolex Sydney Hobart race for 2016 brought to you by Zyke. We also have some amazing champion sponsors on for this event. Both Harkin Australia and B&G come to the party, helping us take it to new lengths. And our goal is to broadcast the top 10 finishes in Hobart Live. Bowton 80 still has two headies on deck, one on the fourth day. CQS, one, no headies on the deck. <laughs> Hollywood Boulevard testing all the way up to Sound Pigs. It's almost the most northerly point of the harbour before you go out of the heads. And we still have 19 minutes to go to a start. Perpetual oil testing solidly. You can see Charlotte all the way down the harbour, 80 foot better toe. <laughs> what a glamour. Absolutely stunning. The drivers on the boat are taking bets. Who do you, who do you guys reckon? So, Bojest <laughs> and 
Wild Oats for line honours, or are you thinking like actual winner? Line honours. Bo Jess for line honours, really? It does look very, very cool. Yeah, we've got CQS and Hollywood Boulevard just sailing past us. I'm taking a few little happy snaps on my phone. I'll get them up as soon as possible. Great interview with the owners of CQS a few days ago and managed to get my hands on lots of video footage, which is just awesome. Just posting on uh, a little website to let some people know where I am. Wanted to make sure I was live nice and nice and early. Do do do. Heading down the harbour, right behind CQS. Beautiful view. Giacomo. Boat's really starting to stack up. Really, really cool. See if I can get some photos sorted for you guys to pop up on Facebook as we are approaching the start. Plenty of people out on Nielsen Park. 15 minutes to go. If you've just joined us, my name is Nick Douglas for Adventures of a Sailor Girl out on beautiful Sydney Harbour. It is an absolute glamour of a day. And we're all taking bets on our support boat. <laughs> well, not really a support boat, more a, uh, a media boat, of course. We're all taking bets as to who's going to win line honours. What do you think? It's a good question, really. Go the old faithful. Do you go oats or do you go scallywag? Gosh, it's a beautiful day. Really? She's a fat bottom girl, just discussing where the perpetual loyal's going to go. All right, she does love going up wind though. She does look awesome, doesn't she? Ripping along. One of the only boats at full speed right now. Wild Oats has a head still up. I will never forget the first time that Comanche ripped out. Not last year, year before. Oh my gosh. I will never forget that in my entire life. Yeah, we do miss Comanche. This time of year. Well, 
That's their that's their theme song. They they that's their theme song. They actually play that song. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were joking. Just snapping a few little shots. Got oats and scallywag working their way uphill. Now, for those who have tuned in and they're like, where is the Facebook live feed? I've been specifically told that I'm not to stream to Facebook or I will be sued. <laughs> so, we have radio. What a shot. Lotus 11 coming past at absolute full power. Looking fantastic. Steve Quigley on the back, crunching some numbers. Chinese Whisper's still warming up. Everyone's starting to get a bit angsty. Wild Oats Chase Boat coming in behind them just to have a final look at their sails. The live RP66. Spoke to Stacey Jackson from on board earlier today. Boat's ready to go. She's actually feeling really good about it. And it's going to be sneaky. It's quite good in the downwind. It should be awesome. Absolutely awesome. Woo Wild Oats bearing away and I'm really wishing I'd brought my sunnies. It's that beautiful out here. Helicopter above. Awesome. Oats just does look good. I know there's haters at this time of year, but they do put in so much time. Such a solid crew talking to the guys throughout the week. I mean, a lot of them have been together for 10 years. You can't really top that stuff in sailing. Is, you know, and you, you tend to... I gave um, Pierre's and Eric Holden a hard time this morning because they seem to be going from program to program together and um, mentioned a bromance, but it is that way in sailing. You need to have someone you trust. You need to have someone who's got your back, and especially when you're sailing a maxi, things can go wrong really quickly. A small problem can become a, a big prob problem so fast. You really need a team of guys who can be on top of it to communicate. And, and we, I think we call it scramble sailing when we were match racing. The best, may the best scramble sailors win. Definitely not as many spectator boats as last year, I don't think. Beautiful day, though. So we might run through a few of our little entrants. We will no doubt be in front of the big start line. For those who don't know, there are two start lines for the Rolex Sydney Hobart. The smaller boats start a little bit behind the bigger boats, but they have a closer turning mark as they're heading out of the heads. Just to help get those big boats away so you don't have them sailing through the fleet. We've had a few races this year where we've had casualties, shall we say, before the boats have left for harbour. Yeah. Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast was one of them. I think there were three boats that had a collision. And we have 11 minutes to a warning signal. Woohoo! I'd like to take this opportunity if you've just joined. This is Nick Douglas for Adventures of a Sailor Girl with a continuation of, of our live coverage of the Rolex Sydney Hobart for 2016, brought to you by Zyke. 
we are streaming to radio, firstly, because we know that the stream will get out, often the visual drops. Secondly, because uh, Channel 7 have warned us specifically that we are not to go to Facebook Live, which is a good thing, I guess it means we're on their radar, but it's a bad thing because it means that we can only commentate. So you'll just have to put up with my dulcet tones on this lovely Sydney summer day. <laughs> I feel like I'm doing a, a love song dedication. Not really. Back to my roots of radio. I'll tell you what, I would have loved to have been doing radio this morning when that visual stream was being a, a little bit of a biatch. I was tempted. <laughs> so many great interviews in the bag, but we got them out there. And I am thinking that I will re-edit all of the I images in HD with the live feed so it's just a little bit clearer, especially in that period at about 8.30 where the briefing was on and signal was scarce. The maritime guys are being exceptionally overzealous even telling the media boats to slow down to six knots. So that could be interesting. I'm pretty sure our media driver is just going to say, you know what he's going to say. <laughs> Lots of yachts that I'm used to seeing out, racing twilights out, spectating. And you know what, guys? I think that I can almost promise you that I'm not going to get sick this year. <laughs> no more hashtag Sailor Hurl. Got to be coming into nine minutes to go. Absolutely awesome. We've got uh, a few media on board who aren't sailing specific and they're just asking where the start line is. So for those who are interested, the first leg of the Sydney Hobart runs up the harbour, which essentially is running north-south. And the start is just off Steel Point, which is actually where the boat started for the big boat race. They head up to the turning mark in between the heads and then in the case of a downwind forecast for offshore we should see them hug the, the coast a little bit which would be good as opposed to the opposite if you get the downwind start it's quite pretty in the harbour but then everyone just nicks off offshore so it's a bit of a toss-up as to what kind of start you want it can be pretty tricky we're into eight minutes to go I'll probably reposition myself shortly. I'm just chilling up on the front of this beautiful cruiser watching the world go by. <laughs> I'm sitting in a puddle. That's not, that doesn't bode well. Might pop myself up to the back of the boat here. Got plenty of power, got plenty of juice. Shut the lockbox so we don't get wet. Doo -doo -doo. Final preparations here with Nick Douglas for Adventures of a Sailor Girl. For our live Rolex Sydney Hobart broadcast. 2016 brought to you by Zyke. 
Are you sick of my voice yet? <laughs> Absolutely awesome. Six minutes to go. More helicopters. I'm, I wonder if you guys can hear those helicopters. Is there somewhere you can let me know? Because I, um, I, I always wonder what you guys can hear. It's really interesting. I just talked to myself for two hours. La, 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 la. At least I'm talking into a microphone, talking to myself, not talking to a camera, talking to myself like I did for most of the morning. <laughs> oh, the fun. Oh, I've been trying not to drink, hey, guys, because I've been trying to lose weight for my nationals, which start on the 1st of January. But I tell you what, sitting out here on the harbour, Watching these boats getting ready to start. I could totally go beer. Ah, that's the sound of my lockbox locking up as I know I'm about to move to the back of the boat. We're into five minutes to go, I believe. I just saw some smoke come off the back of the boat. That would be five minutes. Excuse me, sweetie. Yeah, that's five minutes. I saw some smoky smoke. Let's squeeze in next to you, my friend. Sitting down next to my mate, Mr. Bob Fisher. Bob, we're, we're live on radio right now. How exciting. It is, of course, it's exciting. You know, <laughs> we've just under five, five minutes to go to the uh, start of this uh, Sydney Hobart race. It's wonderful to be out here and seeing these boats because today, wonderful sunshine, and a cracking good breeze, and they're going to be beating up this part of the harbour. That's going to be a great sight for everyone. And looks like the whole of, looks like the whole of Sydney's... <laughs> emptied out onto the shores anyway. I bet the traffic right now is fantastic. <laughs> well, I would imagine the traffic is negligible. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> if you want to go anywhere, Sydney Siders, now's the time to go. Now is the time, but why would you want to be anywhere else but here? Now, Mr. Bob Fisher, how long since you've watched the start of the Rolex Sydney Hobart? Oh, about three years it's since I've watched the start, but it uh, seems a little longer ago than that that I did already. You actually did it? Yep. Well, at least you've done one. I've only done it in the metal bird. Oh, no, I've done a couple. I'm sure you've done lots. Yeah, well, enough. <laughs> enough, shall we say. Yeah, good, good fun, too. Enough to know you don't want to do it again. Oh, I don't know about that. You want to do it again? Well, you know, as long as there's something that's about 120 feet and, uh, <laughs> and it's got accommodation for gentlemen aboard. That sounds good to me. I've, I've sworn that I'm not, I'm not going. I've sworn, I've sworn. I'm not going on anything less than 80 foot. 80 foot's a starter boat, yes. <laughs> exactly, 80 feet and up, I know. But then I try to cover all of the boats that are right way through the fleet. So we know that the race isn't always with the big boats, is it, Mr Fisher? No, it's not. It's uh, Some of the smaller boats have won this race in the past and there's no reason why they shouldn't again this year. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe it's going to be quick for the big boats, but it could be even quicker for the small boats of relativity. You know, that's, yeah. that's the thing you've got to look at. Yeah. It's handicap. And I love that. That's why I love the Rolex Sydney Hobart because it's so, it's kind of inclusive. Well, <laughs> sort of, sort of. Don't look at these big boats in front of us. All I can see is Maxis right now. But uh, I mean, at least the little boats can have a go. All I can see is advertising hoardings going down the, <laughs> down the harbour. Are you looking at me or the boats? No, the <laughs> I'm looking at the boats, darling. You know, no, they are the. Uh, but I mean, since we got chucked out for um, using a spinnaker with our sponsor's name across it back 
few years back. Just a few years? Oh, well, a few years back, <laughs> yes. Well, you know, I only think of them as a few. <laughs> Because I've had a few, but you know. I'm sure you have, but yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's so funny how sailing's changed. Hasn't it just? Yeah, all right. It was a, it was a uh, tobacco sponsor, but that's got nothing to do with it. We were out at sea and away from the shore, and you know, nobody could see us apart from this aeroplane that flew over and took a picture of us. Oh my God. Bastards. Um, <laughs> Total bastards. And as, as we're talking about bastards, these lucky B words. <laughs> just about to start we're into two minutes to go coming up to a minute and i can see cqs sitting just a wimmer of scallywag perpetual loyal coming back from the pin end of the line with wild oats not far behind maybe two boat lengths i would hazard a guess that oats will pri tr probably try and tack beneath i think they'll want that pin end it does look a bit pin favored to me at the moment it is says bob fisher the the legend Yes, it's, it's very, very pin-favoured. Yep, there goes Wild Oats. She's tacking as predicted. Perpetual Loyal going right behind Scallywag and CQS. At the windward end of the line, we have the Boaten 80, Bo Jest, then Varuna. Giacomo going behind Varuna. And Alive, Alive is pushing, coming up into the windward spot above CQS, more than likely Perpetual Loyal, trying to find a gap in between CQS and Scallywag. This could be very, very interesting. Maserati coming around behind the fleet, can't find a hole. CQS letting their jib flog and they've got their keel to windward, trying to slow the boat down and sit there. We can see acceleration happening, not long to go now. Oates is all by herself at the pin. Looking good. Chinese Whisper just to Lewis. Scallywag is going to luff. Coming into these final seconds to go into the start. Absolutely fantastic. Wow. Oats is to Lewis. Then Chinese Whisper. Scallywag. Perpetual Loyal just off their hip. Straight up to Alive. Sitting off Perpetual Loyal's hip. CQS still flogging their jib. Still with their keel canted to windward. 10 seconds to go, says Mr. Bob Fisher. Wild Oats right at the pin. Beautiful photo I'm taking with the Oatly Palm Beach right in front of it. Boat 80, Varuna in the middle of the line, right at the boat. We have Giacomo, but it's Oats. Oats gets the start. She has the pin end of the line. Chinese Whisper will have skilly, Scallywag. She, she does have to ask for water, says Bob Fisher. She's coming right up to that spectator fleet and I'm guessing that Scallywag will say you tack. We'll see what happens here. But we have Oats. She will have to tack very shortly. Scallywag, Perpetual. There goes Oats. She's tacking. Perpetual loyal to windward of Scallywag. Will Oats cross? She's not going to cross. Big duck from Oats. Big duck from Oats. Scallywag will cross on starboard. Oats ducking behind Scallywag and Perpetual loyal. Perpetual loyal leading. Oop, and a luff from Scallywag. A luff. And attacking, tacking over right now. Scallywag to windward of Perpetual Loyal. Chinese Whisper pushing all the way to the left lay. CQS coming in behind both Perpetual Loyal and Scallywag. She's going to have to push to that left side. Oates is ducking nearly the entire fleet. Would you believe it? The Boat 80 and Varuna and Will Alive and Alive as well. Wild Oats taking sterns. That is unbelievable. I hope someone's taking pictures for me right now. And Giacomo. Holy moly. CQS going right into the port hand lay. Oates will not be happy with that. That basically they've just given away. Oh, what would you reckon? 20 boat lengths? About that. Far out. When you give away a boat length at the start, it's a length on the whole fleet. It's a big length too. It is a big length too, says Bob Fisher. Absolutely. Scallywag just to win with a perpetual loyal CQS is tacked over onto port. 
The Boaten 80 Bojess will tack to Lewin into CQS's Liebauer. Don't think she'll quite get there. CQS will probably sail over her. Scallywag looking very, very nice as she's heading back to the middle of course on port. Probably, I don't know, 10 lengths in front of Oates, who's flopping back onto starboard. Onto Maserati, would you believe it? The Volvo that started at the boat end of the line is probably within two of their boat lengths to Wild Oats. Yes, she's done very well as Maserati. Has she? Or Wild Oats has done very badly. Who would know? Holy moly. But the whole fleet is right here on the left-hand side of the track, apart from Oats, essentially. Unbelievable. Scallywag looking strong. Wild Oats coming back to the left-hand side of the course. She's going to have to eat Stearns yet again. But she is on starboard. Well behind the other maxis though. CQS. Whoa. CQS. Oh, CQS is laying it over. She's got her keel counted the wrong way. Oh, my gosh. To Lewin of the Boat and 80 boat. Yes, this is not good. This is not good. They're essentially capsizing into the spectator fleet. CQS. Oh, they're just coming back now. Holy moly! They said they hadn't quite learned how to make that bird fly, but my goodness, I don't think we expected a capsize before they left the harbour. Far out! Absolutely incredible action! If you've just joined us, this is Nick Douglas for Adventures of a Sailor Girl, live for the start of the Rolex Sydney Hobart 2016. Absolutely incredible action. CQS just laid it over on the port-hand side of the course. We have boat Nade, the Boat Nady Bojest is to Lewid of the Maxi Pack, which has Loyal to Windward, then Scallywag. Scallywag's been sailing nicely. And Wild Oats had to duck the entire fleet when they came back from the pin end of the line. They're still behind. They're with Maserati, the 70. But now in front of CQS after their almost dinghy capsize. It was like a laser, hey, Bob? Oh, well, worse than a laser. You know, you'd be in if you'd been in a laser. But, they, you know, they've got it back up again and... Uh... All I can say is that they you know, should crank the keel in the right direction. That would be a big help, I think. We have Perpetual Loyal and Scallywag pushing each other all the way here. I think most people thought that Wild Oats would be in the mix, but she is behind Bo Jest. She is still behind the RP66, who's coming back from the right-hand right, of, right -hand side of the course on starboard. Perpetual Loyal and Scallywag still pushing onto the left-hand side of Sow and Pigs. And Loyal is extending. She does like going upwind spoken to the loyal team a lot in the past few weeks i even dropped by the boat three days ago with brad kellett perpetual loyal tacking onto port right on scallywag's face after that luff earlier on the work i'm pretty sure that anthony bell's saying hello there mr wit oh yes you think that's what he's saying i think he's got probably other things on his mind than that but certainly on his mind at the moment is trying to wriggle out of that but back here you've still got a lot of wriggling going on and i see the you know that Oates has got plenty to do. She's got plenty of work to do. We've got Bo Jess coming back from the right-hand side. She's in third position, and I think the RP66, go Stacey Jackson, is in fourth position. And while we're coming back to this turning mark, a big shout-out to our sponsor, Zyke, who's helped bring this broadcast to you. I hope wherever you are, you're managing to get some sort of live action because, oh, my gosh, I think this is the most exciting start I've ever seen. <laughs> Oh, without any shadow of doubt, people doing the silly things that they're doing out there. Awesome! Yeah, I've, you know, I've seen better dinghy races amongst kids than this, but, you know, the 
crap going on out there really is um, surprising, I think is a good yeah, word. Surprising, interesting, awesome. It makes my life much happier. Helicopters everywhere, almost as many as boats. Perpetual Loyal extending. Perpetual Loyal looking like she might lead out of the heads for the third year in a row. But we don't want her to stop there. We want her to keep going. Come on, Perpetual Loyal, make it to Hobart. That would be fantastic. They've done so much work, this team, on getting that boat back to where it should be because it's been a fantastic racing yacht over the years. Scallywag still eating Perpetual Loyal's dirt. They've got no options. It's a big left shift. Up off their hip, we have Blackjack. It's actually Blackjack, not Alive, that I've been calling. Alive is a little bit further down the course on the right-hand side of the track with Varuna, also tacking back out of that right-hand ley line. Yeah, big pack coming back from the right-hand side. Wild Oats has made gains. She is just behind and inside Scallywag, but still has Blackjack and the Boat Nady Boat Bojess in front of her. So she will be in fifth position unless she can work her way up to Lewid of Blackjack around this turning mark. We're not there yet, but wow. Perpetual Loyal. Incredible action. Perpetual Loyal tacking. Oh, she was tacking. Yes, she is tacking. Tacking now. Tom Slingsby up the back, not giving David Witt an inch. Loose cover back to the left-hand side. They want to go left, so you do a loose cover. Thought I'd lost my phone for a second, but I haven't. <laughs> it's in my pocket just as well. <laughs> that would not have been good. Oh, excellent. Perpetual Loyal extending. Bojest firmly in third position. Blackjack trying to sit off Wild Oats' hip. They're not going to live there for very long, I don't think. Getting sucked down into that Bay position now. RP66 has just ducked Giacomo. CQS coming back from the left. Varuna will just be able to get behind CQS, but they won't live on that line for very long. Chinese Whisper tacking on their face. Perpetual Loyal still leading David Witt back to the left-hand side of the course. They're going to be looking to tack soon. They're not far off lay. And we're starting to head offshore. We're right in front of the fleet. Some big waves. <laughs> Absolutely incredible action. If you've just joined me, this is Nick Douglas for Adventures of a Sailor Girl live, heading out of the heads for the start of the Rolex Sydney Hobart 2016. Epic, epic action. Just a quick recap, Wild Oats, it was pin favoured, was at the pin, had plenty of room, but it wasn't long until they hit the spectator fleet. There was no room for them to get in front of Scallywag and Perpetual Loyal to start with, but they ended up duck ducking the entire fleet. Scallywag, a little luffing jewel with Perpetual Loyal early on. They now actually look quite parked on the left-hand side of the track. Wild Oats is making up ground on Scallywag quite quickly. But Perpetual Loyal and Scallywag were the boats that were fighting all the way up this work, rather than what we may have thought to be Scallywag and Oats. Yeah. Boat and 80, Bojess looking very, very strong. I have to say, CQS behind Giacomo after their near capsize. Oh my gosh, that was the most exciting thing I think I've seen in my career of five years <laughs> following the Hobart, as, as a professional anyway. <laughs> wow. Perpetual Loyal on a massive lift out of the left. Bojess will have to come back. I think Blackjack will be behind them, though. I'm thinking that your order out of the heads, guys, is probably going to be Perpetual Loyal, Scallywag, 
and then maybe even the Bow Jest. Wild Oats looks to be in a solid fourth. Yeah, uh, Bow Jest has had really good uh, leg up to here. Haven't they? I, I didn't think they'd get anything out of the right-hand side of this work, but they've they've come good. Blackjack also looking good. They've kept clear air, which is the most important thing in these uh, situations. And, uh, yeah, and, and look look how it's paid. They're almost in second position, if not. Oof. You're so right, Bob. They, they're going to be so close. They're probably, there's no way for them to tack, though. I mean, if they tack in Scallywag's Lee, they're not really going to be able to flick no, them. But if they tack where they're tacking now, which is Lee Bow position, they're going to get up to this mark. Well, Perpetual Loyal's already gone round it. They'll be the next to it. Oh, my gosh. Perpetual Loyal's got a massive lead at this turning mark. They're going to be so happy with this situation. All these guys have wanted to do is prove that Perpetual Loyal's made some improvements. Yes, Bo Jest has managed to tack in the lead bow position. They're pushing up to Scallywag's line. Blackjack is just to lure it of them. I don't think, no, they're going to have to take another tack in, and Wild Oats is going to be fourth. How incredible... Just taking a few snaps of Perpetual Loyal, absolutely smoking. How awesome. Look at it. It's flying. That is unbelievable. Wow. Bojest is second round. The turning mark with Scallywag on their tail. Wild Oats has moved up into fourth. They're not going to be happy with this start. Blackjack looking to find a ley line. The next boat coming in is Giacomo. Giacomo out on the left-hand ley line. CQS and Maserati will be close, coming in together. Then Varuna. And we're starting to head into some swell. Holy moly. Who would have thought that Perpetual Loyal would chuck a Comanche? And <laughs> that's what we're going to call it. <laughs> Getting some awesome, awesome signals from the drivers. They're having an awesome time. And you know what, guys? I'm loving it because I don't feel in the least bit like Sailor Hurl. Makes my life a lot easier. Holy moly, you should see these boats smoking along on this two-boat reach. Bojest, if it's possible, is actually extending on Scallywag. They are motoring. Unbelievable. Wild Oats down to Leward. Trying to get some gain on... Um, on Scallywag, they are in fourth position still. They're not going to catch Bo Jess by this second turning mark. And they are not far off popping their chutes. Oh my gosh, I'm so jealous of the people in the helicopters. I think there's eight of them up right now. Incredible. If you've just joined me, this is Nick Douglas for Adventures of a Sailor Girl live and offshore and having a rough old ride. But a hell of a lot of fun watching these boats smoke their way to the second turning mark in the Rolex Sydney Hobart for 2016. And it's not going to be long now till we're going to lose sight of them. They've got so much pace on. What do you reckon, Bob? They've got a lot of pace on, and it's going to be a very exciting race, given that this is just the start of things to come, because they really are battling it out here among themselves. And the Bojess performance is absolutely staggering, isn't it? I just have to, I, I don't really even know how to put it into words. It's so unexpected to see them in second position ahead of three other boats that have 20 feet on them. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's one small boat among the rest. They wonder why the hell are there. And, you know, but look at the performance of them. They're going like a rocket ship. 
Absolutely insane. Wild Oats is going quickly to Lewis of Scallywag though. They have made up a lot of ground on this reach. I'm going to try and get some photos, I think. I might even ask Bob to hold this for me. Would you mind holding my iPad for me, Mr. Fisher? If you just hold it just like that, we should stay live. Whoa! We're going to capsize if we're not careful. I'm coming back, I'm coming back to you. I'm just going to concentrate on this. We're going to concentrate on staying live, but holy moly, I wish I could describe to you how insane it is out here. Two, one, two, three, four, five boats over 80 feet, reaching, two-cell reaching, motoring like dinghies. And we have a roll-on that is pretty much like, uh, I'm not quite sure, a kid's seesaw. <laughs> it looks like wild oats are struggling to get... Well, they're starting to unfurl their A2, but it looks like Timmy Wiseman's up on the bow there. I'm hoping there's no issues. Blackjack is in fifth. Sorry to come back to fifth just now, but wow. That was insane. Blackjack, Giacomo. CQS is behind Giacomo. Then it looks like Varuna. The Curve 56 will be happy with that. They're going to look like a rocket ship when they come past us too. Turning mark. Wild Oats has managed to get just, just inside Scallywag. They're going low. Wild Oats is going low while Scallywag's heading out to sea. Bo Jess still in front. Perpetual Loyal's gone. I can't even see her. There she is. Slowed down a little bit as they've gone on to a, a run. Wild Oats is... Hold on, Bob. You okay? <laughs> Holy moly. It's seriously rough out here. <laughs> Wild Oats has already unfurled their A2 by the look. Scallywag struggling. Here comes their A2, but Blackjack has gotten inside them. Blackjack is now in fifth position. Scallywag drops back to fourth. How insane. This is not what I expected today. We were all trying to predict what was going to happen. I tell you now, I did not predict that Wild Oats 11 was going to duck the entire fleet. I did not predict that CQS was going to have a near capsize into the fleet on the port side. I didn't... Oh, no. Scallywag are really struggling. It looks like they've torn their chute. I did not expect that either. That's three things. Giacomo's smoking past us with their bow half underwater. I hope the team's wearing snorkels. Incredible. Woohoo! We've got a real rock on. We're going to try not to tip over. Scallywag have refurled to try and protect their unfortunately already torn A2 by the looks. Blackjack has unfurled. Perpetual Loyal extending. Wild Oats going a lot lower than the rest. We've just dropped a few off the crow's nest so that we're not rolling around quite as much. Scallywag still struggling with their spinnaker. Giacomo is around the second turning mark. CQS is approaching. They've started hoisting their A2 and whoa. Thank you, Fish. Fish is holding on to me so I don't go anywhere because he's a legend. <laughs> CQS, Maserati, Varuna. Wow, that's full on. Varuna, Chinese Whisper. 
is just behind the RP66. Woohoo! Oh yeah, they're going to set something on CQS. Let's see if they can foil. Might be a bit windy for them. Varuna hoisting. Maserati behind CQS. Just to give you a recap on the overall positions. Perpetual Loyal. Wild Oats 11 looks to be now in line with Bojest. Bojest Blackjack. Blackjack the Volvo 70. Awesome work by the Queensland team. Back to Scallywag. Scallywag to Giacomo. Excellent to see James, the son of the owner, out for his first Hobart ride. And gosh, what a ripper. Back to CQS. And Maserati, the Volvo 70. Varuna is hoisting. Varuna pretty much uh, doesn't get going until these kind of conditions. RP66 rounding with them. Sorry, Bob Fisher, I think I just sat on your lap. That's all right. I can just about tolerate it. <laughs> Oh dear, absolutely incredible. Waiting to watch Varuna take off here. Maserati yet to set their spinnaker, neither CQS. Varuna flogging, uh, alive, going for a set. Whoa, 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 whoa. Holy moly. Sorry guys, it's just us, uh, we've got a bit on. Oh yeah, and I'm just trying to stay on our own spectator boat right now. Wonder how the sailors are going. Absolutely insane. Bye Verena. There we go. Awesome, alive. You can hear a live sail flogging there so close. Absolutely mental. Alive, just behind Varuna. Varuna gaining on Giacomo already. CQS just in front. Chinese Whisperer around. Haven't deployed a spinnaker yet. Wild Oats to Lured of Perpetual Loyal. Looks to be extending. Chinese Whisper yet to deploy. Looks like Maserati. Maserati making big gains on Chinese Whisper who have tried to extend a little bit to get around the spectator fleet so they're not deploying right into the spectator fleet. Alive are struggling because they're a little bit high for the sail that they've chosen by the looks. Varuna smoking to lure to Maserati. Woof! If you've just joined us, this is Nick Douglas for Adventures of a Sailor Girl live offshore in some pretty hairy conditions, but holy moly, absolutely incredible. Ichiban, Ichiban just behind Chinese Whisper, ripping away the first of the TP-52s. We did think that would be the case. Still great to see Matt Allen ripping his way through. And I'm taking a few snaps at the same time. Go you, good thing. I'm really jealous, actually. <laughs> what an amazing angle of sail. Can't wait to see the photos. Oh, we have Hollywood Boulevard. So I'll try and recap the positions. Perpetual Loyal and Oats will be close. Bo Jest. Bo Jest back to Blackjack. Maserati wiping out in about sixth or seventh position. Varuna's gone to Lewis of them already. 
CQS passing them to Winward. And here comes Hollywood Boulevard. Hollywood Boulevard, followed by Celestial. The second of the TP52s. Chinese Whisper have now deployed. A little bit late, Hollywood Boulevard's made some big gains. U-Box, the Cookson 50, the old pretty fly. J Charles Cordelia on board with his Chinese team, Dong Fong. Almost slipping into Lewis of Celestial. Celestial looking awesome. Balance, Balance is here. The third of the TP52's out of the heads. How incredible. Coming right across our bow right now is Ragamuffin, led by Brenton Fisher. A grandson of Sid himself. TP52 navigator is Adrian Kahalan. She's on her 25th Hobart, record breaking for females this year. Absolutely awesome. And looking good. There's actually four females on board, I believe, the Ragamuffin TP52, including Carolyn Brower, who was with Team SCA. In fact, was the skipper after Sam Davies left the team. They're really loving the female element on that team. Up to Winward, Terra Firma. as these boats are coming past us with their chutes. And the fleet's just alive, I think, Bob. Woof! Wipeout up off our bow. <laughs> Bob's got no words because he's <laughs> loving watching 52. It looks like Victoire. Yeah. Got a nice wide stance here, and I'm hoping it don't fall down the staircase. That would be incredible. Good, good job to not go down. Stay we are, it's the best. <laughs> Staying alive. Staying alive, and the goat. We see the goat. Oh, what an amazing start. <laughs> That's Jane on board. She does sail on the goat sometimes. Sending them a bit of love. We're back into about the 20s. Primitive cool. Oh, some boats are setting well, some are not. It's a lot of spectator fleet to deal with as well. I can't see all the way down the end of the line, but it does look like Perpetual Loyal is still taking that high road compared to Oates's low road. You know, you think about them having to duck all those boats, but then it's also better to actually be able to get out of the heads and not take on a port stuff at a water situation early. Just jump out of Jim's way. You okay, mate? Yeah, no worries. Patrice. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting a bit of backwash now, the drivers. Mentioning, there's Patrice. Doing pretty well for a 40-footer. Absolutely awesome. U-Box is looking really good, actually. Not surprising, given the talent that's on board. You may have seen the interview with Charles and some of his Dongfong sailors earlier today. 
If you've just joined me, this is Nick Douglas for Adventures of a Sailor Girl. Offshore, loving every minute of it. The Rolex Sydney Hobart. Good times. And a big thanks to Zach for helping us bring this coverage to you. Also have to say... Turn the music off! Also, a big shout-out to our champions, Harkin and BMG. Our supporters know who they are. This is all starting to settle down as we come back into the back end of the fleet. It looks like the back end of the fleet are having less issues with setting spinnakers and whatnot than the front. There's Frantic, now Sonic, TB52. First Korean entry in the Rolex Sydney Hobart. St Jude. And the Swedish entry as well is just to lure it of Sonic. Conspiracy. As we peter off with the action. <laughs> I'm going to come back to Bob Fisher just now. He's having a bit of a rant about the TP52 Sonic. What's your advice to them right now, Bob, as they're having a bit of a brooch? Just ease the sheet and hoist it on the halyard up to the top and they'll find it a hell of a lot easier to set. But, you know, there's plenty going on out here in this seaway. It's an interesting seaway, I think, as we've got... Uh... Yeah. Very interesting seaway. You've got a breeze coming in from the uh, northeast, yeah. as expected. And uh, a lot of boats out here have kicked up an awful lot of uh, wash of their own. and. Uh, yeah. Just out here, we're right in the middle of it. Exactly. And it's bouncing off, the, the, the sea is bouncing off the heads as well. It's, uh, that's not doing us any good. Not at all. As Hutzpah comes around and we've got a big wine glass, I believe in Daredevil's head cell. Caramella. Caramella. Oh. Nova just to Lou. It hasn't set a head cell yet, but looking good. Holy cow. There goes a the head cell. But I was actually saying holy cow sheet on says Bob bear off sheet on let's get the thing going Helmsman's got to help the crew and he ain't doing that very much very well oh, we have a boat coming straight at us guys just there oh this is Nick Douglas for Adventures of a Sailor Girls trying to stay out of the way of the racing yachts awesome Fifth time commentating the start, definitely my most favourite. What was your favourite moment of that start when Wild Oats had to duck the whole fleet or when CQS capsized? Well, I think you could put them between the two. Um, <laughs> actually, for pure excitement, it was when uh, CQS capsized. But on the other hand, for yacht racing, the moment was when Wild Oats realised that they hadn't ca ca capitalised on the pin position at the start and had to dip all those boats. That must have been awful for Mark, I should think, you know, yeah. I wouldn't have wanted to have been there. No, I don't think it would have been awful for Mark, it would have been awful for whoever's calling tactics for him. <laughs> okay, Ian Murray, stand up and take the brunt of the calls here, so I know. Uh -huh. Big fella of Mothy would have been like, all right, uh, we yeah. better make up for that one. Yeah. Well, they're doing their best right now, I think, but, yeah. you know. No, they, made it, they made up some good gains, and, and it happens. And like I was saying just before, that it's better for them to make it out of the harbour in one piece than to try and push a port and starboard early. Yeah, and end up in two pieces in the bottom of the harbour. Yeah. I don't think that uh, that was what they were thinking when they said they wanted to do this race for Bob. No, 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 not at all.
No, I think their answer is that uh, they're not going to down there to join Bob. They're going to stay up here and uh, exactly. show him what they can do, and I'm sure they will. What? I think the scallywag is, uh, but that's just a short-lived, really. Yeah. And, and the, the scallywag perpetual little jewel was interesting. Very, very interesting, and, um, you know, Whitty came out of that pretty damn well, I thought. Yeah, know. me too. Perpetual Little did really well. But the standout for me was Bo Jess. Absolutely. Coming out of there, second round to mark out of the heads. Now, that's got to be the, the cracker. That's got to be gold. That's one for the pool room, as we would say in Australia. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And then if anybody had put any money on that, they're cleaning up. But, you know, I don't yeah. suppose they did. I wouldn't have done, would you? Yeah, no, no, like I, I did not foresee that happening. I, 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 to be honest, thought that it would be perpetual oil out of the heads I, because they do like their upwind. But I thought that wild oats would be more in the thick of it. And I did not foresee CQS uh, having a major error that early. Well, no, neither did I. But, you know, there are so many things on CQS that could go wrong. Um, and as they say, they rattle them all up in a box. And uh, if they come out wrong... They come out wrong. They come out wrong. Do you think CQS will make it to Hobart, Bob? Oh, I know you're really good mates with Luda, so I hate to put you on the spot. Oh, well, you know, no, I think they will make it to, to Hobart, yeah. and they'll enjoy their Hobart ride, too. I would in this. Cool. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm jealous. I, I don't think I've been jealous ever until today when I've watched all my Hobart starts. No, I think uh, I'd quite enjoy going down to Hobart if it was going to be like this all the way. But all it isn't. the way. No, it's not. But it isn't. They're going to get it. They're going to get a nasty somewhere in the middle of this. It's never been this good all the way, has it? No, not all the way. What's your scariest Hobart moment, Bob? Uh, seeing Peter Blake go to the top of the mast and say, it didn't look like any anywhere. Oh. And that is, you know, when you're in a biggish boat and you're looking at trying to get line honours, that, yeah. that, um, that was a moment which... Uh, was a bit scary. Oh, well, yeah. Ah, not so Peter much, Blake. Not, not so much scary, but um, really upsetting. A letdown. Yeah, yeah. you know. Blake, you had promised me a good ride to Hobart, and here I was getting it. We're live to radio, but sure, we'll look at the camera. <laughs> if you've just joined us, this is Nick Douglas for Adventures of a Sailor Girl. I've been lucky enough today for our live coverage for the start of the Rolex Sydney Hobart for 2016, brought to you by Zyke, to be joined by the legendary... Bob Fisher. Oh, cut out the legendary. By the most amazing and one of my very good mates, Bob Fisher. Yeah, that'll do. That'll do. <laughs> you are one of my good mates. We've spent a lot of time together this year, Bob. Well, in the last 12 months we have, yes. <laughs> you will keep turning up at these America's Cup. I know. Gosh, help me. Oh, yeah, gosh, help me too. Um, it's not exactly what I'd hoped to see at the uh, yeah. when we go to those because um, what I want to see is... is some yacht racing. Yeah. And I, I think you and I at New York for the America's Cup this year were a little bit, um, let's say, disenchanted. Totally disenchanted. Um, you know, pond skaters are all very well in their own, but, you know, this is the America's Cup. It's something that has a cachet with it that is of some value, or was of some value. It doesn't seem to be anymore. But the heritage, that, yeah. That heritage is, is lost. That's why the, I think the Rolex Sydney Hobart has got its, its own heritage too, you know, come out of the heads, turn right, smoke until you hit a Sudley. Exactly, <laughs> it's got, yeah. But at least the boats are boats going through water, which is uh, 
not pond skaters. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree with you, Bob. Well, it's been a pleasure. I think we can end this broadcast now because we've turned around and we're starting to head for home. But just a quick recap for you. Amazing, amazing start. We were with the first start line. Wild Oats had the pin. Not sure whether they didn't push hard enough or whether they didn't have enough lead time or whether it was just the wrong strategy. Ended up ducking the entire fleet. Perpetual Loyal and Scallywag enjoyed a little match race up the left-hand side of the track while CQS floundered. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But provided many a laugh. Well, they've got so many toys on that boat, they don't know how to pull them out of the box properly. They, yeah. You know, get them in the right order. And if you don't get them in the right order when you're tacking that boat, you're in real mercy deep in the cuck, as they'd say in South Africa. You know, I'm not very good at making, I'm not very good at baking, Bob. Oh, really? Not very good at baking. My, my sister on the, my sisters on the other hand are fantastic. I'd, maybe I'm not very good at following instructions, but CQS doesn't even have a manual yet. No, they certainly <laughs> don't have a manual yet, but when they do, I'm sure they'll come good. Oh, they'll come good on the way down there. I think they will. They're going to learn a lot about that boat on the way down. You, you tend to do that in high-pressure situations. I'm quite sure that Chris Dixon has already given them a lesson or three on how to sail that boat. Do you know what? I also saw him wet and drying the foils the other day. What, what a legend. You have to be joking. No, I'm not kidding you. Chris Dixon, it's in, the, it's in my video that I had with the boat tour today. Chris Dixon on the foils, wet and drying them. Well, that's a new Chris Dixon. However, um, you know, maybe Luda's got the, got the hang of him. Maybe, maybe. Absolutely awesome. Well, I think, I think that's it for now. An incredible start. I don't know how the rest of the race is going to be able to top the action that we saw today, but we'll be covering it for you, and as much as possible, we'll be live. I know this was a radio stream, but we're not allowed to go live to Facebook given uh, Seven's broadcast rights, unfortunately. But for the rest of the time, you can expect plenty of updates, and I hope you enjoyed the YouTube show today, even though the stream was a little bit tricky to get going. But I will uh, do what I can to get some HD stuff up to you. Once I've watched the stream and seen how bad it is for myself, maybe I'll be able to replace some sections. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much to Zyke to helping us put this broadcast on. It's been absolutely fantastic. Make sure you check out the competition at www.sailorgirlhq.com. There's over $1,000 of Zyke kit up for grabs, which is absolutely incredible. And all you have to do is listen to the Rolex Sydney Hobart broadcast, which isn't very difficult, really, especially when you have amazing guest hosts like Bob Fisher. <laughs> oh, I'm just, just an add-on. <laughs> uh, but, but a pretty good add-on at that. So a big thanks to Zyke for helping us promote this broadcast and also to uh, bring it to you. And a big thanks to Harkin and B&G, our champion sponsors as well. They, uh, they have been absolutely brilliant and, and shared it across their networks. So make sure you share the love with all the companies that have supported us too because that helps us to do what we do and that is to help you be in the thick of all the action. So, uh, yeah, massive, massive thanks. And we will be with you as soon as possible with more news. Stay tuned to our Facebook or stay tuned to our website. You'll find all of the links there, www.sailorgirlhq.com or at Sailor Girl HQ. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for your patience. Thanks for sharing the passion for our amazing sport. And I can't wait for the next adventure. This is Nick Douglas for Adventures of a Sailor Girl, heading back in from an amazing start for the Rolex Sydney Hobart in 2016.